0: Why are you so angry in your relationship? Welcome, everybody. My name is Pastor
1: B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned into Simplify Complexity Relationship Podcast.
0: That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We are so grateful that you can join us. You could have chosen to listen to any other podcast, but you chose to listen to ours. And, and, and we're grateful for that. You know what I mean? Count it. we that's don't take right. that for that's granted. Right.
1: Oh, no, definitely don't take it for granted. Man, you like there's like a million podcasts just on Apple Podcasts alone. So, you know, for the simple fact that you listen to our voices, that's real special.
0: And and prayerfully it's it's for a reason that you just enjoy what we do i i we love reading your comments, we love reading your reviews. So if you have not done so already, maybe you've been listening and you've just enjoyed what you've listened to, please go give us five stars. That means a lot it continues to just get our reach out there by you leaving those reviews, and then leave some mm-hmm. comments so that way we can kind of see some of the things you enjoy. I remember reading one of recent that said they they love what we do because we're straight to the point, like do you remember that one like other people they kind yeah, of read yeah. yeah. It and they're like yeah they kind of go through and start talking about you know all kinds of stuff and get on tangents and and don't really get right. the point right 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 right
1: man some of my favorite comments well one it hadn't even been comments because you know sometimes we get people that just send us emails or reach out to us and say like hey you know i enjoy blah 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 Um, but i remember like uh when we first started there was like a a young lady who had reached out to us and she was just saying i love your podcast you know i'm using the tips that you guys are given to go through dating process and stuff like that um she actually follows me on instagram now and She's married. She's got a kid. They just bought a house together. So <laughs> seeing stuff like that, I'm just like, you know, like, God is kinda, we, we kind of had a part in that. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a part of your story. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, it, it, it,
0: it, and that's the thing, though. I mean, what we do is it, it, it's about life and it's about right? meeting people where they are. And, and and you can follow So You can follow me at Brian E. Wallace and, and
1: Keontae. And I'm at Keontae McDonald. McDonald like the restaurant.
0: All right so we were just talking about, you know we're not going to do a bunch of fluff, and, and, and so let, let's go ahead and jump into it. So why are you so angry? And this might actually you know you might be hearing that, and, and you might feel like we're talking to you, but we might be talking to you because you just feel there's just a constant kind of uh, built-up frustration, there's a constant built-up mm-hmm. you know anger, or you're just kind of always upset. You, you, you know what I mean? If you, oh, you ever yeah, come definitely. across people like that.
1: Yeah, came across people. I was one of those people at one point in time. So, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's right up my alley.
0: And and the thing is, is that there's there's people where. It's not as though they want to be angry, but they just seem to always be upset. There just seems to always just be this frustration within the relationship, and obviously we yeah. could talk about this just in life in general. But this is more toward just specifically where you just seem to always be upset with um, the person you're with. You just seem to always be frustrated with that person. You're just always angry. You're always kind of lashing out, or maybe somebody says hi and you're like, "What?" You know, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like you're constantly snapping. And, and what do we do? How do we, you know, kind of get through there? And then why? And, and so I, I want to kind of start there. We're, we're going to do this in two folds. We're going to talk about why, you know, people are kind of so angry with inside the relationships. And then the second fold is what things you can do. So, uh-huh. um, Keontae, why? Why do you think people, you know, might be so frustrated and, and constantly on edge with inside of their
1: relationships? Well, I'll give you one of the, the, the first things that came to mind because, um, you know, me being married for 10 years and getting married so young, a lot of people come to me and they talk to me about marriage and look for advice. And one of the, the biggest complaints I, I always run across of why, like, there's kind of tension or some type of anger, you know, going forth in a relationship is because of false expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and now what I mean by that is, let me dive into that a little bit. Sometimes we we get with people, right? We always say when you're data collecting or when you go on your first date, you're always sending your representative. You know what I mean? Um, and sometimes in those instances, when you send that representative and you know, you just look like a knight in shining armor and, and everything is perfect that's more so of the movie land or the or the filtered you know version of you but once you start dating someone and you yeah. get to really learn them and learn the intricacies of a person you begin to realize like oh, okay he or she has some little quirks here and there that you know I, you know i didn't really think you know they had from the first meeting And then sometimes where the false expectation comes in is that we'll kind of just glaze over those things in hopes that like, oh, you know what, they'll do better. They'll do X, Y and Z. But then as time goes on, they don't. And now you're kind of left angry like, well, you know, I was I'm hoping or I was thinking that he was going to do this or she was going to do that. But it's just like your time with with data collecting and learning this person, you don't see that this is just how they are. So sometimes we grow in this false expectation room where we think a person should be doing or is going to do something when, in fact, they're a totally different person. Right. Yeah, and that, that's really
0: good because I do think that sometimes we can step into a relationship um, with those false expectations. And, and oftentimes one of those false expectations is that, you know, there's an expectation that this person needs to change. And, mm-hmm. you know, one mm-hmm. of the things I encourage people as they approach relationships is never approach a relationship with the assumption.
1: That somebody's right.
0: going to change. Normally who you date is who you're going to end up marrying. And and so I don't know <laughs> what it is. I'm serious, right? I know you're laughing right now because we have this idea, like all of a sudden they, they didn't go to the club, you know, or they did go to the club before. We were dating. All of a sudden, now they're gonna stop. Or they, they drank before, and all of a sudden, now they're gonna stop. Or, or yeah, they had yeah. anger issues before we got married, but now all of a sudden they're gonna stop. You know, they they were messy and you know and they were lazy before we got married, but now all of a sudden when they get married they're gonna stop. That's the wrong view and the wrong expectation that they're gonna stop and change exactly. And it's not to say that people don't change. So please don't misunderstand me, but don't have the assumption that they're going to change, but rather understand that who you marry is kind of who they are. And then through time, God does change Through time, there are situations where God can work and where you're not the same person you used to be. But, but that assumption, that all of a sudden, they're just going to poof and become a different person, that, that can really set you up for failure and a lot of frustration.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Well, one of the things I want to kind of mention was this, is that you just like a piece. I think for some of us, we're kind of always angry. We're, we're, we're kind of bitter and frustrated and upset is because we just have an internal issue. It's personal. It's, it's right. deep down inside. And, and people might not like this because I'm not trying to say that who you're dealing with or with inside your relationship, with inside of your marriage, there isn't an issue. I'm not trying to say that you haven't been wrong. But what I am saying is that we can't always control the circumstances around us. Mm-hmm. But we can't control how those circumstances impact us.
1: Right, we can right. control
0: good. how we begin to respond to them. And, right. and, and so what I mean by that is is though you might be in a challenging situation, though you might be dealing with a struggle, it doesn't mean it has to steal your joy. It doesn't mean all of a sudden now you're just constantly upset and that has become you. You have mm-hmm. become your problems. And, and that is the, that not, that's not the case. When it comes to the power of God and what God is able to do in our lives is he's able to move in us and give us peace and joy to where, like Peter, we can walk on the water even in the midst of our
1: storm. What you got, Yeah, man? definitely. Man, I, would, I just want to say um, one of the things I always tell people when they come to me is you just got to tap into reality. Um, and what I mean by tapping into reality is just come to the realization that the person that you're with, your spouse, your, your significant other, they're human. We're all flawed and we're not going to do things perfect. And Tapping into reality, what, what goes hand in hand with that is proper communication. Mm. Sometimes we have yep. false ex- expectations and we want somebody to do something or we think they're going to do something. And we just never talk about it. And we just kind of mull over this this thought process in our own heads. But we never talk about it out loud. Um, I think proper communication is key because sometimes you can get to the root. Like, let's say, you know, a person is messing. You just think by me marrying them, they're going to become clean like I am. Once you once you start talking and have that conversation piece, you can kind of get to the root of like, OK, let me understand why this person is kind of messy. Oh, you know, now that we're talking, maybe it's some things they went through when they grew, when they were growing up, or maybe it was a past relationship. Yeah, yeah. When, you, when you get that understanding, you become more sympathetic and you become to realize, okay, there's a bigger issue. It's not just this relationship or it's not just me. This is a bigger issue. There's a deeper root. And I think that just, like I said, it grows sympathy and you're able to maneuver better through your relationship and not be so angry, if that makes sense. It it does, and and, and that was actually one of the things that I put
0: down is sometimes we have a built-up frustration, we have a built-up anger, is you know, number one, first, we need to begin to get that peace. We need to begin to really check ourselves with God and just make sure that we're not allowing our circumstances to begin to change us on the inside, but then also, can we begin to communicate? And and that's Mm -hmm. the key word that I heard you say, is we're just not communicating how we feel. We're not communicating our frustrations and and sometimes we have this idea or this view that if I don't say something, then it will just kind of go away and and that's not really the case and and so it's about proper communication and so yes, sometimes by you saying something does it bring tension and and it it, it might bring some tension, but that that's something that needs to be addressed because it's obvious that you've you've been offended by it. It's obvious that you've been frustrated by it and to where it's it's internally eating at you. And what's yeah. happening is we let that go and then something else happens. Then we let that go and then something else happens. Then we let that go and something else happens. And now this is built up, built up, built up. And all of a sudden you have this bitterness. You have this wall that mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're exploding or it's a lot harder to begin to build and, and work those things down. The wall is so high that it takes extra effort to get that 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 wall and those things down. It's similar to, yeah. you know, if you're mowing a lawn, right? If you don't mow the lawn one week and you wait to two weeks, you make to three weeks, make four weeks, well, with each passing week, mm-hmm. the man, it's getting higher and higher. The weeds are growing more and more. And so the work and the effort that's going to take into to maintenance and to to build a healthy lawn is going to be harder. Well it's the same thing with inside of a relationship. The more that you just let built up frustration build and you're not communicating the things that you're frustrated about the things that you're upset about, not only does it begin to challenge and change your spirit, but then it's this built up wall where it takes more effort to begin to Mm -hmm. build and get
1: back to a healthy place. That's good. That's good. I think another thing too, that goes hand in hand with that is not only is the direct communication with your spouse, but I think this is where a good part where, you know, something like therapy or like, Couples counseling comes into play. Yeah. You know, self-therapy on the, on the one hand, you have someone who's unbiased that is going to sit there and really just listen to you. And you're able to just kind of get all these things that you might be harboring off into one person. But then also on the flip side with a couple counseling, some of us, we just don't. We just lack the skill of properly communicating with each other. And when you have that couples counseling component, you have sort of a coach. That's going to help you and guide you and direct you on how to get on at least a speaking basis a proper speaking basis where you guys can say one thing and the person receives it and an understanding is happening because i think most of the time with communication is we just don't know how to communicate so some people get discouraged and don't even try to start but i think that therapy and and, in couples counseling those things are great and especially i know like in the black community we always shy away from like oh i'm I'm going into therapy. I'm going into some type of counseling, but these are good tools that are going to, that will just, that will greatly impact you and help you, especially in your relationship aspect.
0: Right. Well, you know, I, I think to add to that, it doesn't even just have to be, um, counseling, or it doesn't just have to be, you know, some type of therapy, but it can be getting into some type of small group, a relationship small mm-hmm. group, where you yeah. just want, you can, it can be you reading a book together and, and better understanding communication. It's, it's just constantly investing into yourself and into your relationship and understanding that there are things that can, there are tools that can help you to become a strong, become a stronger person and become stronger within your relationship. That's
1: Um, good. good. the last
0: thing I had when it comes to reasons why is there's a lack of resolve. And I want to kind of go back to some of the things that we were already talking about. So we talked about how, um, the reasons why people might be frustrated is because you just lack an internal peace. And, and mm-hmm. you need to really kind of dig deep. We talked about how there might be these false expectations that you're building up. We talked about a lack of communication. And the last one I, that I have is just a lack of resolve. And what I mean by that is you can talk about something, you can communicate it, but it doesn't mean that it really went anywhere and and that can be really frustrating and, and and if you've ever dealt with somebody and worked with somebody where you express your heart, you express the things you're frustrated with, but it really doesn't go any place and you, you that same thing kind of happens over and over again then that can be frustrating. And, and, and so therefore, you want to have some type of resolve. You want part of your communication to include resolve. And then now, now we're kind of yeah. leaning a little bit over to what you can do, so I won't go too deep into that. But, but just understand that you, you need to have resolve. Just talking about it and saying, okay, I hear you, or, or I understand, or you just communicating didn't necessarily solve the issue.
1: So right, that's
0: right. let's kind of transition now to things that you can do. And you did mention one just a minute ago where the, that couples therapy, that counseling, getting into a yeah. small group, they can begin to equip you with tools to help you to better communicate. They can equip you with tools to help you to learn how to resolve.
1: Um, and, and, and so did you want to build on anything? What else people can do? Also, too, uh, and hand in hand with that with that couples counseling and therapy. Um again, we are a, a Christian uh podcast. yeah So come on. <laughs> man, you know, mainly really finding that peace through scripture. Man, there's so many is we got Ephesians, you got Proverbs, you yeah. got Psalms, like there's so many scriptures that you that are just so helpful and useful. And just living in this life and having your having Christ as your foundation and just trying to emulate him and, and do the things that, that he was doing. Um, Finding key scriptures and just really realizing like, man, this is this is how God, is, this is his character. Like one of my favorite ones is Psalm 103.8, where it says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. You know, that might just look like some surface scripture that sounds like, oh, that's what God is. But the Lord is merciful and gracious. A lot of times in our pent up anger in our relationships, we're not really dishing out mercy and grace like that. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, come on. Uh, you know, when, when 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 something happens, we just kind of want to flip off at the handle and like, well, you should have did it this way, or you should already know, blah blah blah. But you know, are we really emulating that love of Christ? Are we emulating that steadfast love, that abounding ab- in steadfast love? I'm um, just like this psalm is talking about. So, yeah. you know, I think the key thing in here, like I said, with scripture is really just practicing that that mercy and grace, because hey, you know, at the end of the day, we all fall short. And I know, especially in my marriage, man, I've fallen short. You know, I've, I've, I've mistaken out the trash here and there. i got to have some grace. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? If I want grace, poured back into me.
0: Well, now, I want, I want to build on that theme, exactly what you're saying, because as we talk about, you know, you know spirituality and, and just how we're a Christian podcast, is we fight not against flesh and blood, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we have to remind ourselves that as we're approaching these challenges, what do I need to do? I first need to walk in the Spirit. And Man. and the challenging part is, is oftentimes we've allowed, going back again, we've allowed our circumstances to steal our peace to where now we're walking in the flesh more than we're walking in the spirit. And we're reaping those negative things as a result of okay. walking in the flesh. And so, therefore, what do I need to do? I need to begin to walk in the spirit. I need to begin to pray. I need to begin to say, Lord, like, first off, like, just work in my heart to where I can have the peace that you've promised me regardless of mm-hmm. my circumstances. You know, Father, help me to forgive. See, see, I can forgive at the beginning. I don't need to to wait for something as I can begin to forgive that person. It doesn't mean that we have resolve, right? Right. We right. still need to work through resolution, but I can still forgive that person where I'm not I don't have this built up anger and now I can approach him. I can approach her in a better place where i'm able to communicate and and here's the the other thing i have with that so the the first part i kind of had was where we want to you know pray and 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 ask god to fill us afresh with his holy spirit and walk in the spirit but then the second Mm -hmm. part is that is we need to deal with our anger in a constructive way so by us first yielding to the holy spirit by first us yielding and getting into the word of god and, and 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 um connecting to god through his spirit now I'm in a better place where I can deal with the situation in a constructive way. And that's the key word I want to put out there. Constructive versus destructive. There is a destructive right. form of anger and there's a constructive form of anger. Not All anger isn't
1: bad. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to talk about that? Man? Yeah, speak on it, speak on it. You know, because in the, like I say, in the Bible, in Scripture, you know, it says God is already telling us, like, be angry, but do not sin in your anger. Yes, yeah. You know mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what the tipping point where that that anger becomes a real bad thing, that that destructive anger you're yep. talking about. Yeah. And, and, so, and that's exactly
0: it. And so there there's reasons. There are things that we should be upset about. You should be upset when somebody makes a promise to you and they don't keep that promise. Mm-hmm. You should be upset when somebody lies. You should be upset when there's a form of oppression or when somebody's abusing your love. Those are things that you should be upset about, but how do I deal with it? What's the constructive form? And me yelling, me doing outbursts of anger, me pouting and not talking, me going out the house, me slamming stuff. There, yeah. There's so many different ways that we express our anger in in destructive ways. Me communicating myself through text message. Hello. Uh, uh. You know, I'm I'm already upset, right? (laughs) Now I'm just communicating how upset I am through a text message. That's probably not the best way to communicate. And, and, And so I need to be able to express myself in constructive ways. And now that I'm able to express myself and my frustration in constructive ways, now I can bring about and I can look for ways, how can we resolve this?
1: Mm -hmm. What are things
0: that we can do? But I only got there because first I'm walking in the spirit. I've asked God to help me to forgive you. And I've now am in a better place to where my sayings, the things that I'm communicating, the actions that I'm taking are more constructive, which will help bring about resolve. And that's all I got, man. I'm done. That's good. That's good.
1: Man, my my last thing, man, um, kind of want to touch on the last thing you, you were talking about, about being a, You know, in a better place. Um, just my last thing to to help you get over that. You know, get over this anger is stop holding on to the past. You know, um, now now listen because I want you to catch this. You know, when we look when we hear the word "stop holding on to the past," we're just automatically in a mind frame of like, okay, I gotta let go. I gotta forgive this person for what they did to me. That's one way to think about it. But when I say stop holding on to the past, you also have to stop holding on to the person that you used to be. Just like how you were talking about, now I'm in a better place. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm spirit-filled. I'm, I'm looking at scripture. You know what I mean? God is working through me. Not only do I need, Not only do I have to stop holding on to what this person has done to me or what they did in the past, but I also have to stop holding on to my mind frame, my mindset in the past. I have to do better. I have to communicate better. I have to build more constructively. Apart from being destructive and lashing out and just acting, being reactive on my anger and, you know what I mean, just kind of blacking out, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there because I think that's kind of a big thing that we we don't really talk about. We always talk about what other people do, but we never point out the part in the story of what we did or how we are, yeah. you know? So it's good to not hold on to the past, uh, the past relationships, past hurts, but also the past person that you used to be. Every day, each and every day that we get up, we should be getting better. We should be doing better and becoming the person that God wants us to be and the better person that we want to be as well. That's good. That's good. Well, man, I really hope
0: that this will bless somebody, especially as we are you know, in this Christmas season. And you yeah. know who wants to kind of go through this Christmas season where we're just harboring so much frustration and anger, and so my my prayer is that we can kind of step into this christmas and and you've you're you've been saying, "God, just soften my heart, God help me to have mm-hmm. mercy as you've given me mercy father God Father, help me to forgive, uh, but at the same time but again, it's so important just because you've gone through a process you've forgiven doesn't mean that you stop communicating. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you don't communicate why you were frustrated. And it doesn't mean that you don't communicate some ways that you can resolve so that way that frustration doesn't come back. I don't know why we confuse the two so much, where it's all of a sudden, yeah. okay, I'm going to forgive them. That, that's what the Bible says and what's what God says. But we never communicate you know, what was happening, why we were frustrated, why we felt offended, so that way that person can first know what they were doing Mm-hmm. And and in that way they they they'll possibly do do it again. Um and, and so that's that's things that I think is important um for us. So we just pray that's that it's gonna be a blessing to you.
1: Yeah. You want to close us in prayer, Keontae? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh Father, we just thank you, Lord. Um, we thank you for this podcast, Father. We thank you for this topic at hand, Lord, just dealing with anger, Father. Uh, especially in these times, Lord, quarantine and uh, just financial hardships, just everything that's going on, it's like lighter fluid on top of fire, Lord, and it can be a big combustion, Father, but you know, when we look at anger, Father, we also need to look at you, Lord, and see that you are bigger than everything, Father, Um, anything that we're going through, Father, so we ask that you just um, bless our listeners, Father, people who might be going through just this route of just being angry in a relationship, Father, help them to find resolve, Father, help them to find peace, Father, help them to find better ways to communicate, Lord, and just to move forward together, Father. Um, Help them to just get over this this hump, Lord, of just being at odds with each other, Father, but coming together and being constructive, Lord, to rebuild their relationships, Father. Um, That spouses just come together, Lord, and rebuild marriages as well, Lord. So we just thank you, Father, for this time. Um, We thank you for all of our listeners, Lord. We thank you for this platform that you've given us with this podcast, Lord. Um, May you continue to use us, Father, and may you continue to just bless us, Father, and in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. God bless you guys. God keep you. Please don't forget to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. Don't forget to leave reviews on your podcast app. Um, And and just know that we are always so encouraged as you reach out and you say different things. So you can always if you have a a topic or an idea that you want to share with us as to um, what podcast you would like to hear. We want to hear those ideas. So have a great, merry, merry Christmas. Let's Mm -hmm. always continue to keep Christ in the center of Christmas and have a blessed new year. God bless you. God keep you until next time love one another as you will love you need me just as much as I need you because a body can't function you when a body's spread toos up to down, let love a band whether it's good or bad my family can't be found. that's the way it's supposed to be it's a family reunion and my family's with me makes no noise. Where you from, who you be, east coast, west coast, it doesn't matter to me, up north, down south, we're all family, uh, around the world or across the seas, you can be Dutch, German, French, African, Jewish, Slavic, Greek, Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian, Hispanic, or even Romanian, rich or poor.